You're listening to Soul Roadmap, episode 37. Welcome to Soul Roadmap Podcast. Each week, you'll hear strategies and inspiration to take action and live life better. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, lawyer, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your roadmap to creating more success in your life, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hello. So if you pressed play on this podcast, despite the fact that you knew that we were going to talk about meditation, then I just want to say you are awesome. And I want to say thank you. If you're anything like me, you have some resistance when it comes to meditating, or at least at some point you may have. And we're going to talk about why that is and why that is completely normal. The reason I'm doing this podcast is because if you've been putting off learning meditation, I want you to consider that now's the time. Now's the time to create big change in your life. And if you have ever thought about meditation, then I want you to recognize that this is a big step because this is how you break through and get to the other side. This is how you start to make the kind of change in your life that you're probably looking for if you're listening to this podcast because meditating is the quickest way to start seeing your thoughts and recognizing where you want or need to make that change. In a few episodes, I'm going to talk about burnout and overwhelm And meditation is a key component of getting yourself out of burnout and preventing it. I wish I had committed sooner to meditating because once I did, I noticed astronomical shifts, these amazing shifts. I made something for you to help you out too. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 37 to find a link to get five free meditations that I've created for you. They're short and sweet because I know that one of the things that you might say is that you don't have time and you will find a meditation that's right for you because each one of these is different. So go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 37 and you will find a five pack of meditations there waiting for you. All right, so let's talk about why you can't meditate. Is it because you can't sit still or you don't have time or you don't know how or you just can't get your brain to stop thinking. If you have thought any of these thoughts, you are not alone. I've been there too. I've experienced every single one of these thoughts, and now I meditate regularly. What changed? How did I get past all of that? Well, I'm about to tell you, but first I want to tell you why all of these thoughts that I just mentioned are completely normal. It's resistance. It's our reptilian brain wanting to keep us comfortable. It has a job to do, and that is to keep solving problems and to keep us feeling good, nice and safe and comfortable. And we've talked about the fight or flight response and how we buffer. And I've talked about that in previous episodes. So I'll link to that in the show notes. But buffering means to use excuses like food, work, relationships to distract us from our emotions. And anytime we think about trying something new, especially something that threatens our brain's perceived function to think all the time, our brain is going to resist because it brings us emotions. More specifically, these emotions are fear of something new. It's going to trigger a fight or flight response. And this response used to be awesome when we were avoiding predators and maybe could come in handy in the future if there's ever a zombie apocalypse. But now that we're in a cushy zone, our brain uses these responses in a very unhelpful way. 
And whenever something new is introduced, there's a tinge of fear, then our brain starts working to keep us comfortable. And that is the exact thing that's happening when a lot of us hear the word meditation. You may feel uncomfortable even hearing the word and come up with one of the excuses I already listed. Or maybe you have some associations like, oh, this is a little woo-woo, or this is strange, this is something, you know, pick out the group that you don't identify with, (laughs) something that they do, whether it's a yogi, a hippie, or whatever you want to say. But meditation is something that has been going on forever, and it's something that we need to use to master our minds. All right, so if you want to move forward in your life, create big changes, then it's time to work on your brain and how your brain thinks. So we're going to, one, create a big enough why to generate that feeling, that emotion that you need to create this change. And if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that that's necessary. If you want to create that change in your life, there has to be a big enough why. And two, counter the thoughts that I mentioned above with thoughts that serve you. So why should we even be meditating, right? Big areas it helps us in. It's reducing stress and anxiety, which in turn helps us to focus. That could be focusing on work, on people who are in front of us, our relationships. It helps us sleep and it improves our overall health and improves our temperament, which in turn improves our relationships. Doesn't that sound magical? I mean, if there were a pill to do all of this, we'd go out and buy it right now. Why aren't we meditating then? I'm going to talk a little bit about a study that the U.S. Army is doing right now. But let me tell you, the United States Army has introduced meditation to increase the resilience of its troops. If they're doing this, then it's certainly something lawyers need to increase their resiliency in trial and in negotiations. And I'll talk to you more about this in a few minutes. Now, I'm not going to bore you with studies that you're probably already aware of. Obviously, the fact that it's being studied isn't enough to get everyone to meditate all of a sudden. So there's another way to look at this, and that's what stress does to our body and to our work performance. So stress causes disease. It depletes our focus, and therefore it's reducing our overall performance, and that's at work, and that's everywhere in our life. So first off, stress places us at high risk of heart disease, stroke, other illnesses. And I attribute my breast cancer diagnosis 10 years ago to stress. I talk about that in an episode, which I'll link to in the show notes. Our bodies have a physical response to meditation. And meditation reduces the blood pressure, heart rate, and brain activity, all of which help. Second, stress depletes our focus. Now, I mentioned the U.S. Army actually incorporated mindfulness meditation into their practices. And on their website, they say that mindfulness has proven to be a promising mental health intervention for soldiers post-deployment, helping them to deal with the psychological toll that deployment can take on mental health. However, the period before a soldier is deployed is just as demanding and stressful, they say. Psychologically preparing to face dangerous, high-performance, high-stress situations while also having to leave loved ones and the familiarity of home behind can make an overwhelming and anxiety-plagued time. Their research has showed that mindfulness meditation exercised positively supported active-duty soldiers for high-stress combat situations while also improving overall cognitive resilience and performance. Now, the U.S. Army is researching how stress depletes the focus, and if mindfulness training can strengthen it, and we're in an intense job, shouldn't we be incorporating it? 
I'm going to link to these in the show notes, the sites that I located this study on. If you want more information on it, I'll put those links in the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash 37. And finally, stress reduces our performance. So in the U.S. Army study, they said this, just as daily physical exercise is important for physical fitness, neuroscientists are finding that regularly engaging in mental exercises may improve brain fitness. That makes sense, right? Like we've heard these anecdotal experiences about Sudoku and other brain twisters. So it makes sense that something like meditation that helps reduce inflammation in the brain would be something that would be beneficial to us. The more fit one's brain is, they say, the better one may be at recovering from stress, solving complex problems in challenging circumstances, and handling high-demand environments. So I have noticed this firsthand. I have noticed when I am in court and something bubbles up, I notice these feelings. And the only reason I notice these feelings is because I've taken the time in the past to meditate, to actually sit still. And it is something that is not easy at first. It is something that will become second nature eventually, but it takes time just like anything else. And for high achievers like us, it's really easy to get into this mindset of, oh, well, I can't do it right away. So I'm not good at it. So I'm not going to do it. Don't let that be you. You are somebody who can easily get into that growth mindset stage And Carol Dweck talks about this in her book, Mindset, very much about the division between those who have a fixed mindset, those who are afraid to try new things because it may reflect poorly on them versus a growth mindset, someone who is willing to try new things in order to create the life that they want. So if meditation counteracts stress, why aren't we incorporating it to increase our mental resources? All right. So now that we've covered the why, the big why, how we're going to generate those emotions. What do we want out of this? Do we want to perform better at our job? Do we want to be able to engage better with our partner, have that ability to have some space? And really, that's something that I love about meditation is it's given me some space not to react, but instead to thoughtfully respond to whatever stimulus is in front of me. So rather than make an inartful response, I'm much more likely to have a moment, be able to take a beat before I respond. Now, I'm not saying that this is always going to happen. I am not diligent with my meditation or if I'm having a day where I have a million things going on, then my brain's going to be challenged and I may not have that opportunity to use the tools that I have, but I can tell you it gives me a lot more ability to respond to my environment than I did prior to meditating. Okay, so what do we do when one of the unhelpful thoughts pops up in our head? I can't sit still. Well, it's okay not to sit still. That's completely normal. When you are sitting there not doing anything, your brain wants to find something to do. Your brain is desperate to find something to do because that's its job. So just take baby steps. If you fidget It's not that you're bad or wrong. It's just that this is the early stages of you learning how to meditate. It's okay. I don't have time. That's something that I hear a lot and I've said myself. Why do I always tell myself I don't have enough time is one way to respond to this thought when it comes up. Why am I always telling myself this? What can I do to make the time? Because we only create the time for those things that matter to us. So if it matters to you to 
perform better at work, if it matters to you to respond thoughtfully rather than react to your partner or in any situation, whether it be your friends or coworkers, if that matters to you, then make the time. This is the tool to do that. We talked in the last episode about mastering our thoughts, mastering our mind. And this is another tool. This is a way for us to begin to clear the path so that we can actually have that space in our brain and think about how we're going to respond. The other thing that people say is, I don't know how to. That's okay. Everyone starts with not knowing how to meditate. No one is born meditating. I can learn to meditate is the way that you can respond to this. You can learn anything. Everything is figure outable, as Marie Forleo likes to say if you follow her online. Everything is possible. In fact, everything is impossible until it's done. So just remember, you can learn to meditate. And another thing that I hear a lot is I can't get my brain to stop. Well, that's okay. Our brain is supposed to think. I'm not supposed to stop thinking. All I have to do is notice my thoughts and breathe. That's it. Those are the ways we can respond to it is when we have thoughts coming up in our head, just know that it's okay. It's all right for us to have thoughts, recognize them. And the work is, the practice is bringing our thoughts back, dropping that thought, and then coming back to our breath. The work isn't getting our mind to totally stop. It's simply to think about, okay, I have a thought. I'm recognizing that I have a thought. I'm witnessing that thought. And now I'm going to let it go and I'm going to come back. And the work is going back and forth. That's what it is. I have a thought. Okay, I'm coming back. I have another thought. And okay, I'm coming back. Okay, I see another thought. That's okay. I'm coming back. That's the work. That's what meditating is. So if you've ever said to yourself that I can't get my brain to stop, so I'm not going to meditate, know that that's what meditating is. Your brain works. Your brain is constantly working. It's like asking your heart to stop beating. That's just what your brain does. So recognize it and know that it's okay. All right. So where do you start now? So the first place you want to go is dinacataldo.com forward slash 37. And there I have five free meditations for you to download. There's different kinds so you can see what you like, and they're all pretty short. And that's something I want you to know too. You don't have to start off doing an hour long meditation. So if you're saying that you don't have time, recognize that you only have to take three minutes, start with three minutes then go to five minutes and then go to 10 minutes. If you want, just try it, start somewhere. And maybe you only get three minutes in the morning and three minutes in the evening. That's better than nothing. That's a place to start. There's some apps that you can use, but I like to stay off the phone as much as possible. So the most I use is maybe a gentle timer on my phone if I want that. Or you can use things like Headspace or Calm. I'll link to those in the show notes too at dinacataldo.com forward slash 37. If those are things that you want to try, I think they both give like free two week trials or something like that. And the third thing that I want to say is just find that time in the morning or the evening to meditate because that tends to be when our brain is most relaxed. So just sit for a few minutes. And then one tip that I have is to take a bubble bath, because when you take a bubble bath, it's like everything is easier. It's much easier to relax. And I've noticed my best meditations come after I've had like a nice warm bath. All right. So go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 37 to get started. And I will link to everything that we talked about here. 
It is amazing what meditation can do. And I'm so glad that you chose to click on this podcast today because this is something that is insanely helpful. I wish I had done this earlier because I'd heard about it for years. I know that everyone talks about how beneficial it is. And I thought, yeah, 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 I can't sit still. I don't have the patience for that. That's not something I can do. And then I did it and I kept doing it and I got better at it. And, you know, I'm not saying that I'm a perfect meditator because there's no such thing. It is a constant practice. There are nights when my brain will go off on a tangent and the work is to bring it back. And it doesn't matter how long you've been meditating, you're going to have those days. And that's okay. Just do it the next day and do it the next day. It's practice. You get better at everything, right? So next time we talk, I'm going to have some new things for you. And I can't wait to talk to you about my new program that's coming out, The Lawyer Soul Roadmap. And that is going to be fantastic. It's going to include some ways, a lot of ways that I have learned over the years how to manage my mind, how to do things, create the discipline to create the ability, the confidence to do the things that I'm doing now. These are all things that other people can do. I'm not super special in any respect. These are all things that can be learned. And I know I get questions about that. How do I do this? How do I create all of this? Well, this is going to get into how I started shifting my mindset, what I started doing in order to create the life that I want. And that is something that I'm going to be sharing with you. So stay tuned and go to dina.cataldo on Instagram. Tag me in your stories. Take a snap of this podcast and show me what you are up to. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Thanks for listening to Soul Roadmap. If you have a moment, I'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe, rate, and left an honest review on iTunes. I read every single review, so let me know what you want to hear more or less of, and I'll talk to you next week.